It's, it's got to be chip season, hasn't it? Hello and welcome back to Jory's FPL. My name is Dan. I'm one half of Jory's FPL. I'm joined again by Stephen, the other half of Jory's FPL. Stephen, how are you, pal? I'm not bad, Chaz. How are we doing, Dan? Well, we're pretty much doing the same as we were last week because although we're still in the same game week, there's been no more games. Still in the same boat. No can on at the minute, is there? Nah, not at all. Other than the tune crashing out of the FA Cup, but um, less said about that, the better, I think. Oh, I need some signing in pronto, didn't we? Trippier did look good, but not good enough. And I think there's a bit of unrest in the camp, but quite understandably as well, because we're shite. And it's been there for two and a half years. <laughs> um, just by the way, I just want to tell everyone who's listening on the audio, I do apologise. My girlfriend has conveniently invited the girls round for a girls' night on the night of recording. So if you hear any cackling in the background, then I do apologise in advance. Lovely night to do that, isn't it? Aye, it was great. I mean, she could have picked any other night, but here we go. Stephen, is this the first proper double game week of the season? Or are we even classing it that now? I don't know whether you can class it as the proper double game week or not. I mean, the last one uh, on the most recent game week hasn't been great. Everton game getting called off, so it's resulting in a lot of people being unhappy bringing in Calvert-Lewin and players like Gray, like myself, but... This game week that's coming up, the actual matches don't really stand out. They don't really interest you that much, but a lot of people might be pushing to using their chips just based on how their team looks at the minute. Yeah, you're probably right. And I do feel sorry for anyone who did get in those Everton assets. I mean, it was a bit of a risk with the second fixture being so far away from the first fixture. And it's it's turned out how we presume some other double game week fixtures might turn out in that it has been well and truly cancelled. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the double game week in like in its specificities, how is your current team looking if in getting ready for this double game week? It's looking awful at the minute. I've got <laughs> five flagged players. Um, I mean, I don't even... How many doublers you got? How many doublers you got? Uh, doublers, I've got Sanchez, Reggion, Ronaldo and King. Flags, I've got... Trent, Ronaldo, and then three on the bench, Foden, Smithrow, and Livermento. So, not looking great. And if any games ought to be called off, I'd be really struggling with this team. Yeah, I've got to say, I was saying to you before we started recording, my team's looking like a bit of a traffic light mm-hmm. at the minute. Um, I've got reds, oranges, yellows. I've actually got seven flags players. Cool. Uh, I mean, I've still got Salah, and one of my flag players is Foster on my bench. But, yeah, similar to you... I've got uh, TAA and Livermento flag, Ronaldo's flagged, Charlie Taylor's flagged, Manuel Dennis is flagged. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're asked the question, how strong is the bench? And sometimes it needs to be for these for these times. I don't even have a start in 11, so not it. good at all. I think it's it's got to be chip season, hasn't it? I mean, that's, I mean, if it's a traffic light system, you're going for a red light this weekend, aren't you? <laughs> oh, <too laughs> right, man. I definitely, I mean, it looks like a chip's going to be the only option this weekend, uh, for me anyways, and most likely for you as well, but I don't know how anyone's thinking of doing a bench boost looking at the amount of players unavailable at the minute. No, there was definitely a strategy. Some 
clever, well, not so clever now. Players decided they wildcard last week so they could get under the double as this week, but it's just, it's not worked out for them. I mean, obviously, I don't know everyone's specific teams. It might still be looking very healthy for them, but I can't imagine it is. Not right now with how many popular players that are potentially going to be unavailable. And it is going to be a great worry if you do bring in double game week players and there's potential that the second game might get called off with it being so far away again. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, Dan, but it's it's difficult whether to bring all these double game week players in just based off that. So how far away from the first fixture would the second fixture be away from the, uh, the double game week players? I'm not too sure, to be honest. I'll have a little look at this because actually I'm just... Just popped in Emmanuel Dennis because he's my player. That's obviously Watford with a nice double with Newcastle and Burnley. Actually, they play on Saturday the 15th and Tuesday the 18th. So it's a lot less of a risk than it is for people getting in the double game week as of this current game week. True, but things can change quickly, can't they? Well, that's it. I suppose Leicester played on Saturday and they had the game called off for tonight, called yeah. off on Sunday. So, yeah, it's just an ever-changing thing in... I think that what makes the bench boost even less appealing because actually there's a very high chance that you're going to need your bench anyways, making the bench boost chip absolutely void and pointless. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how how is your bench looking at the minute if you don't use any chips? Or the, it, it's it's not even possible. I, mean, I don't have a start at 11, so <laughs> the, the bench the bench is just would be needed or would just be full of red players anyway. So it's a total pointless exercise me talking about my bench because it's non-existent. But it's double game week 22, and there's a fair few teams doubling, Stephen. So the teams that are doubling are Spurs, Watford, Man United, Burnley, Leicester, Brentford, Brighton and Chelsea. So there's a fair few, but there's probably only a handful of those teams that are actually worth getting double players in or looking to free hit into these double players. And I think we're going to give a little rundown of the teams that do seem like a healthy option or those that seem like an unhealthy option. Um, we'll start with Spurs. Although they have a double of Arsenal at home then Leicester away, on a free hit, I think we're going to talk about mainly on this podcast about being on a free hit because we definitely will be and I'd imagine there's going to be a lot of other players who are in the same boat. Are we looking for two from Spurs there? You know, Arsenal at home, who have been in good form, barring their FA Cup fixture. Leicester away, who appear to be a depleted side. Of course, we don't even know if Leicester are going to be playing the next week. What we're looking at there, because Hyungmin's son out, it's going to be hard to choose in there. Yeah, I mean, with Spurs' form improving quite a bit since Conte comes in, it does look like Spurs are going to be the best of a bad bunch for the double game week, guys. Um, personally, I think you could look at getting three players in. The Son injuries going to make people go to Lucas Moura I think is an option so I wouldn't put anyone off going for a defender Lucas Moura and Kane Kane are you are you really debating getting Kane back in your squad after all the things you said about him well we're going to need to sp- splash the cash somewhere the only other player that's worth money is Ronaldo that, that we're going to have in the team at the minute so I sure. even after cursing him so much I mean there's not really any other options to put in the front line yeah, you're probably not wrong there. And when you talk about defender, there's been a little bit of hokey-cokey in there. I mean, Doherty's played the last couple of games, although he has been hauled. Um, is it just is is it Reggion? Is Reggion the safe bet, or could you look at Emerson Royale? I mean, the defend the centre halves don't really fill you with much hope or much excitement, really. So it is going to be one of the wing backs. Which mm. one would you be going for? I think I think Reggion would be the main one for me, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on with their lineups at the moment. Looks like Emerson Royale's the most nailed. He's the one that's playing 
pretty much every minute of every game. Region's right. in, in and out the team, but when he does play, he seems to do quite well for Conte. So I've got Reggie on at the minute. I don't think I'm really going to change that unless he comes out and says something that he's potentially not going to play. But I can't, so, can't see that happening. So he, Reggie, is he in your main team or is he in your free hit team? He's in my main team. All right, OK. Well, that makes sense then. And yeah, just a minute silence for everyone who did bring in Son instead of Salah. It was a wise move at the time. Seeing that double game week as well, if he had an even wiser move. But he's only out for a few weeks, so I, I mean, I can't see you holding on to him. But yeah, unlucky on that one. They'll be doing Son to Salah again in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Probably <laughs> I. Next team, we've got Watford. From an attacking aspect, they do look like they've got two great fixtures in Newcastle of course, and Burnley both away games, but I don't think that's been stopping Watford at all this season. Um, they seem to score quite a bit. I bet you're buzzing Dennis is staying with Watford at the minute as well. I am buzzing with Dennis staying, but obviously the plan was to free hit this week anyways. It, it sounds crazy to say I'm buzzing that me 5.4 million signing staying, but I am because it's just it's just one less thing to worry about uh, going forward. I mean, we did talk on the last podcast that he probably would stick around for owners anyways. But yeah, it just makes life a little bit easier. Attacking sense, it's got to be an attacking sense for Watford, really. We expect them to ship, expect them to ship goals even against Newcastle and Burnley. It's, it's pretty much a throw up, isn't it? I mean, I think King and Dennis are similar price now. King might even be a little bit less and he's much lowly owned. So I think if I was free hitting, it's potential that I would go for King over Dennis. Obviously, Dennis with a yellow flag as well. Do you reckon? That's, that's an interesting one because I'm thinking of going Dennis over King and I've got King. All right. I suppose the point is you're not going to be... Um, probably, over the two game weeks, it's probably going to balance out. Um, you're not going to be strapped for cash. So actually, to be honest, get if you fancy Dennis, then you could just go Dennis, really. As we've it. mentioned, none of the double, double game weekers are really those expensive assets. But if you've got to stay away from them defensively and in the midfield as well because nothing really seems to be created from there. Yeah, I mean, would it be so wrong to go for both of them? You'd feel like you're not spending any coin at all on a free hit if you if you used it like... Yeah, there's not much midfield premium options for the double game week. I mean, we'll get onto the single game week as because there is still some nice single game week as, but... Yeah. Um, I think if you are trying to free hit, you want to power in as many doubles as you can. And I wouldn't put people off. If I've seen the lineup of Ronaldo, King, and Dennis. I, I wouldn't think it was stupid. No, definitely not. I think them two have outscored most forwards this this season. Yeah, I suppose if you've got a if you've got those front two, and then you've got a Ronaldo, which most people are on, then that's three spaces in your squad that you don't even have to worry about. So it might not even be worth a free hit, and depend on the rest of your team. But definitely is for us, I think. Aye. Is there any other teams that interest you? From a double game well, perspective, there's a couple, there's a couple, but I've got to say Man United. Although the form is very hit and miss lately, they've had some good results, they've had some bad results, but in general, the actual performances hasn't been great. Aston Villa away and Brentford away, you know, they've just played Aston Villa, so they might have a little bit more idea of how to play against them because although they did win last night, they didn't do a very good job of it. I mean, is there any options aside from De Gea and Ronaldo? I don't think anyone in the midfield's filling you with much hope. The defences here, there and everywhere. Would you be looking at anybody else on a free hit? There's nothing that jumps out at me from Man United at the moment. Um, them two are, them two games, sorry, are difficult fixtures as well. They haven't looked great since the new managers came in. However, you still think De Gea is going to get a lot of save points, potentially a clean sheet out of at least one of them games so yeah, De Gea yeah. Ronaldo is the only options at this point 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, some people might be looking to spread that cash around and end up getting Fernandez. I just think well, it's a bit of a risk because um, the new manager's benched him on some occasions as well. Mm. And I think he's one of the easier ones to haul off if you're looking to try and get like a Sancho or Rashford or Greenwood into the game. So you might not be getting a full 90. Granted, it's over two games, so you'll be getting plenty of minutes. But yeah, and defensive-wise, I mean, you don't know if it's going to be Shaw or Tellez. You don't know if it's Wan-Bissaka or Dallow. Varane, Lindelof, Maguire could all play around, especially if they've got games in short succession. So yeah, yeah, I think for me... Takea is a good option, but is he the best option this week? Uh, potentially, but I think if you are looking at Man United, it's probably going to be those two players. And just be prepared that if you aren't owning those two players and they do something, they're going to be very highly owned this week. And that moves on to Burnley. Seems like we talk a lot about Burnley on, on these podcasts, but we never <laughs> really have any of their players. Um, they've got Leicester and Watford both at home. Two tasty fixtures, really. If, if it was any other team, you'd be shouting about it, wouldn't you? You would indeed. Kone would have been a class option if he wasn't going to the African Cup of Nations. Obviously, he's not going to be available now. So, who else do we look at from Burnley, Dan? Well, I thought I was being clever a couple of weeks ago and my James replacement was Charlie Taylor. Or was it, it might be my Ben White replacement was Charlie Taylor because I thought they've had so many games postponed. They've got some all right fixtures coming up. I'll be getting some doublers coming up in soon. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, it's landed on the doublers. And not only is Charlie Taylor flagged, but <laughs> I'm going to be playing a free hit anyways. So, it didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. Looking from the defence, I mean, we've always had Burnley down as a team that can be strong defensively. And I don't see why that would change against You've got a Leicester team who have got no strikers. Vardy's injured, Daka's injured, and Ian Acho's at the African Cup of Nations. Watford, yes, they can definitely score goals, but... If someone had told me it's guaranteed that Burnley were going to get a clean sheet in one of them, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So I don't think we should write off the defensive assets just yet. And the fact that they are cheap still makes them a good option. Yeah, I mean, Loughton was called a god last season of what he'd done in a double game week, wasn't he? I think he scored <laughs> one. That's right, got a clean sheet as well. So he might be back on people's books again. But otherwise, like you say, Wood's always an option. Um, he's actually being linked with Newcastle at the minute with a potential yeah. release clause in his contract, so that's an interesting one as well. Um, but yeah, there's nothing else that really stands out to me from Burnley, although they are two really good fixtures. Um, I'm just not sure who to go for if I do put one of their players in at the minute. No, yeah, and I think by the time the deadline does come around, I will have one of those players, but I don't know if it's going to be... It'll definitely be between a defensive player and a striker, but I just at this moment, I wouldn't know who to go for, so I can't sit here and recommend a certain player. I haven't looked at any underlying stats for Burnley, believe it or not. Mm. Um, but just a, just a little quick side note, Chris Wood at the turn, would you fancy that? I would love that. I can just picture Trippier whipping it in and Wood getting on the end of it right now. Oh, yes, I could see that. Something dreams are made of, eh? Chris <laughs> Wood at the tune. <laughs> Chris Wood at the tune, Trippier. <laughs> Two Burnley rejects. Um, Another team we think's got good fixtures, although this is obviously pending incoming news whether or not there is postponements with their fixtures. Leicester, uh, Burnley way spares at home, but again, it's going to be a very, very late call waiting to see if any more postponements come in their fixtures, as we've just had news two days ago that tonight's fixtures off, so we may get news on Thursday that the weekend's fixtures are off. Hopefully we get in enough time with it being a Friday deadline this week that we can make... Um, the correct moves, mm-hmm. but FPL assets are, seems to be the ones that 
Leicester are missing anyways. You know, there's no strikers there. Defensive assets, maybe not this season, have been good, but in previous seasons have been. You might have fancied them in a double game week. It just seems to be the midfield options that are actually still able to kick a ball. Yeah. I mean, who, who would you look at from Leicester out of the midfield options? Well, I was looking at the previous game on the weekend against in the FA Cup against Watford, and it just looks to be Madison Barnes and Luckman seem to be the only ones that are alive or that's, not injured. That's interesting because I think Tielemans would be a very good option if Vardy is out, which looks like he is. Um, I mean, he's on penalties as well. Ah, which, I hadn't realised that. Yeah, it gives him, gives him that extra bit of value. But yeah, I'm looking at Tielemans and if Luckman plays up front as well, that's a very interesting one. Yeah, I've got to agree with you. But like looking at the price points for these players, they're all of a similar price. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to worry too much. I mean, you've the only... You've got Madison at 6.9, Tillerman at 6.4, Barnes at 6.5, and Luckman at 6. So actually, there's a million difference between Luckman and Madison, but that million is probably just because you don't actually know if Luckman's going to get the minutes. That's it. You'd imagine if these strikers are out, that Luckman becomes a perfect option. But in a double game week, you don't want to be wasting a potential of getting someone out for 180 minutes when they might only get 15 minutes in one game and 15 minutes in the other. It just sort of depends... It's a funny one, isn't it? It depends if you're willing to make that risk. In a double game, we're going to free hit. You want to maximise all the minutes you possibly can, so he may not be the best option. But if he does get those minutes, he's a hell of an option. Definitely. Uh, what would you think of the, the double up on Leicester midfielders? Oh, I think that's a very risky one. And I think you would have to make... If you'd the have to start both of them. Oh, yeah, aye, of course. I, I think the positive part of this is if the games does go ahead it's a very high chance that the second game is going to go ahead because it'll not be a Leicester problem, it'll be a Spurs problem. Yeah. They've already had a COVID outbreak, so you'd like to think that they'd be pretty much in the clear as well. I don't know, I have to see how I can spread the cash. We've talked about these players not costing much, but if you've got a 7 million Madison and then you've got a, a 6.5 million Telemans, you know, it all adds up in the end. But I, there's definitely room to fit them in. Could Iose Perez not play up top for you, mate? Definitely not. I haven't even looked at him on FPL since he moved from Newcastle to Leicester. Well, I can tell you now he's currently 5.7 million, 0.1% owned, and he's got a total of 12 points this season. What a player. What a player, what a player. So that leaves a couple of teams that have got double game weeks that we're not going to go into too much. You've got Brentford, you've got Liverpool away and Man United at home. I think on Brentford, we're just, they're a bit up and down at the moment. I don't think there's a... Well, the fixtures aren't very kind at all. And I just don't think I could put my finger on a certain player I'd want in. No. I don't know if you feel any strongly about them. No, I'm not interested in Brentford. I've already had my finger burned with Tony and my team a few weeks ago. So I'm not looking at them again. Yeah, and another team with a double. Although this might be a little bit more interesting for some owners because they're both are doubles are at home. Yeah. And that's Brighton with uh, Palace and Chelsea. Of course, you may feel like you want to write that Chelsea fixer off, but they have been a little bit rocky of late. Uh, Brighton and Palace is a derby, but we're still not quite sure why it's a derby. <laughs> it might, there might be an asset in there if you can guarantee a, a defender potentially that's going to stay in, because, I mean, the strikers are so in and out. If you can think of a defender, or if you're looking for a cheaper goalkeeper and Sanchez, then maybe we're sticking one of them in. Aye, Cuch- um, Cucciarella is an interesting one for me. Like I'm looking at him. He is indeed, and he is indeed, and you can imagine him having a good attack along that uh, left wing back role if James isn't there, mm-hmm. and you don't know who's going to be playing there. Um, and I mean, on to Chelsea as well, they've got a double up, but opposite to Brighton, both of the doubles are away in Man City and Brighton. 
So I, I can't see myself going there. I just you don't know who's starting up top of them anymore. Lukaku was not an option with Man City there either. Defensively, you don't want to get a player in for a Man City fixture. I don't know if that Brighton fixture is, has enough appeal to it to get them in. No, I think they still could concede against Brighton as well. So I'm not expecting a clean sheet in any of those two games. Maybe Mount is the only option. But even then, you're clutching at straws, you feel like. He could not start. Really? Well, no, I'm just saying you, you might not start in general, like a uh, rotation. Oh, really? I thought you, was like, you knew something I didn't there. I was like, yeah, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Alonso is an option, but they're trying to get Emerson back from his loan deal. Yes, I'm seeing that. Because uh-huh. it looks like Chilwell's out at the end of the season, isn't he? Aye, Chilwell's out at the end of the season now. He's got to have an operation, which they wanted to avoid. So they're trying to get him missing back, but not willing to release him, apparently. Yeah, that's understandable as well, I think, if he's doing well over there. Aye, definitely. So, I mean, Alonso is another option, but I just never know with Chelsea at the minute. Yeah, they're a bit funny. And, you know, Lukaku was the god saviour of everyone at the start of the season, but he's just not in anyone's squads at the minute, and understandably so as well. And... Single game week teams, we were men- you mentioned it before, they raise a lot of good single game week matches, um, which we're probably overlooking at the minute in all honesty. I think you do on a free hit, don't you? You've, that's the problem with a free hit, you're so desperate to get all these double game week players in. But let's just give an example of, let's just give an example of a Man United defender. If I was to get a Man United defender in, they could quite easily concede against Aston Villa and Brentford. Whereas I would probably think there's more chance of Andy Robertson getting a clean sheet against Brentford. So, swings and roundabouts. It is. It's difficult to, to make a case for not getting in some of the single game week players as well. We know Liverpool have got Brentford at home, like you've just mentioned. West Ham have got Leeds at home. Any other week, you'd be raving about those two fixtures, really. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think because some of the options of the double game weeks aren't as great or they're not as appealing as they may have been in previous seasons with the fixtures that the double game week has have got. I mean, I think we were clutching at straws with some of them that we even went into detail about. I don't think there's any problem getting, if you fancy to keeping Bowen in your squad against Leeds. Leeds are very leaky at the moment. I think it's definitely an option for me. I might even have a couple of West Ham players in. Yeah. Liverpool at Brentford. Defensive-wise, I mean, I know Trent's flagged, but looks like it's illness. Obviously, you don't know what you don't know what you want to do with them ones. If you're on a free hit, anyways, I suppose it doesn't really matter. For one game, you could easily go Andy Robertson just for a little bit more security. But yeah, that is the danger of a free hit, isn't it? Sleeping on these single game weekers. It always is, and it's proven just in the last game week where everyone's went in for um, Everton players and what's happened. The single yeah. ones have done better than, even though they obviously ended up with a single game week. But um, yeah, they, they haven't done as good as we thought. And players like Soufal, a lot of people went to transfer him in, and he's only going to get one game out of it as well. Aye, yeah, you're probably right. Aye, so there's definitely, I mean, even Everton and Norwich could be an option if you've got all those players in already. Norwich isn't a bad fixture if you've got your DCL in, or you've got your Gray in, or you even stupidly went defensive as well. I think I'm going to leave Trent in if he is declared fit to play. I don't think I'm taking yeah. him out. No, no. I mean, he was de- he was declared unfit a fair few days ago now, and the new government guidance is like seven days, so I think he would be fit to play should he not get any lasting problems with having COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, chip time. 
I mean, we've discussed it a little bit. We're both on a free hit. We'd imagine it'll probably be one of the highest free hits of the season. Of course, with official account giving people an extra free hit. This is as easy as that. I mean, some people who have got an all right team may look to triple captain, but I just don't think there's any... There's definitely going to be doubles coming up in the season where triple captain seems more... You can get more advantage from. Yeah, there's one for Salah coming up, isn't there? I think it's going to be... Is it Norwich at home and Leeds at home? I think the problem with that, though, is everybody's going to do it. So it's if you want to try and get it, but then that's that's a problem in both ways. One, it's a problem because everyone's just getting the same points as you. But two, it's a problem if you don't go for it because you could absolutely haul. And let's be honest, I think you will haul that week. Definitely. But yeah, free hit looks a great option this weekend. Like you say, there's going to be a lot of people using it. I mean, I was tempted to use it a couple of, week, couple of game weeks back, uh, and I'm glad I didn't now because if I used it then... I would have probably been pushed into using it now as well. And you didn't want to yeah. be left, left without a second one when a lot of people still have one remaining, I would bet. Yeah, and there'll be some doubles coming up, especially, I mean, you've got Chelsea at the Club World Cup at the minute, so they might have a healthy double at some point in the season. Yeah. It's all, it's it's hard to judge any future game weeks. I mean, you can take a little bit of, you can take a little bit of guidance from FA Cup fixtures and things like that, but we're so far early into the FA Cup. That I mean, it's impossible to call. So uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy they've given an extra free hit. I wonder if they'll do this going forward. Yeah, hopefully they'll keep on giving more chips. I mean, the fantasy champ man, they gave you six or something, didn't they? To use across the season. Imagine if we got to the yeah, finals yeah. like that. Uh, two free hits. I think it's a triple captain. But uh, what I like about the triple captain actually on the fantasy champ man. I mean, we'll talk about fantasy champ man in a second, but it also. It triples your captaincy points, but it also doubles your vice captaincy points. Makes it a bit more which, interesting, doesn't it? Because then, at least... well, I think it makes it interesting in the fact that if you've got Salah double game week triple captain, which everybody will have, there's no ground to be gained. But if you can choose a nice vice captain, then there's actually some ground to be gained or definitely. lost. No, definitely, I totally agree. Because everyone, like you say, everyone's going to be on Salah triple captain if that comes about with that double game week. So making that ground on a vice captain would be very interesting, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, captaincy options for this double game week, Stephen. I mean, we're going to have to go with a double game week player. We yes, we've just discussed how some single game week as can be some more, somewhat more appealing. But I think if you're going to play the captaincy, you've got to go with a double game weeker. Yeah, definitely. Um, the ones that we've drafted up as options, we've got Ronaldo. Um, he looks like he's going to be back this weekend. Obviously, he didn't play against Aston Villa last night, but um, I think it was just a minor muscle injury or something like that. So he'll be expected to play both games when he's back. Um, Kane is another option. I didn't like the bloke very much, but look, <laughs> looking, looking at them two fixtures, he likes to play against Arsenal. He likes a goal against Arsenal. And yeah. uh, Leicester, he always likes a goal against them as well, doesn't he? Seems to score quite often against them. So he's probably one of the better options. And then last of the short list would be King or Dennis yeah I think it would take a lot of bollocks to captain a Watford player but with the fixtures and the fact that it's a double game week I wouldn't put people off it but yeah I think some Kane some people may not be looking at Kane or especially as a captain's option because of that Arsenal fixture but he does he always scores against Arsenal it's the Arsenal fixtures on if you're looking at it from another point of view if you think about any other player you might not fancy the Arsenal fixture but Kane in the London Derby does, and there's often goals in that game as well. So you could be getting a couple of assists there as well, which is maybe is why, maybe is why I'm not too keen on the Tottenham defence. 
But just knowing that there's an opportunity for assists as well, it makes it a little bit more appealing to me. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be one of those three for me. I think I haven't decided if I'm having... I mean, I've got Dennis at the moment. I'll probably keep a hold of him. Still got Ronaldo as well. Obviously, I don't want to be getting rid of players when I've got like price rises and shit like that with them. So the one I may not end up with is Kane, but I could well end up with them. And yeah, it's definitely going to be one of those three for me as well. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of question marks for other people that haven't got these players in, haven't got a free hit, who to, who to captain, but you wouldn't put anyone off going for one of the single game week players like an Antonio or a Jota. Yeah, no, definitely. I think Jota's going to be a good option and he's definitely one that could be sniffing around my free hit team despite just having a single game week fixture. Right. I think traditionally people prefer to captain a midfielder as well. I mean, the three captaincy options who I imagine will be quite highly captain this week are all strikers. But I think that just shows the calibre of the midfielders that we've got left for this double game week. You know, Salah's away and the rest of them have got singles with not a nice fixture. I mean, some people might say, oh, De Bruyne's got a single, but it's against Chelsea. You're not expecting them to go off. So those premium players in midfield just aren't an option now. I think they feel like the, the variance is a lot more between midfield and attack, especially this season. The forwards haven't really done as good as what we would expect. Well, definitely not. I mean, Kane's not been firing. Lukaku's not been in the squad. Ronaldo was tittered along nicely, but I think he was more of a... Everyone was just buzzing to get him in at the start because it's Ronaldo. And I think Man United hit a good run of fixtures, which is probably why he's came back in people's thoughts. So it's probably a good idea to have him for the double, but he hasn't, he hasn't lit it up, has he? Nah, he hasn't been as good as we expect, especially based on how he was against Newcastle in his first game. Yeah, precisely. Um, so that round up the double game week, Stephen. Let's talk a little bit, quick one about Fantasy Chapman, because not only am I on my free hit in official FPL, but I'm also on my free hit in Fantasy Chapman. Aye, I've been pushed into doing the same, because just like in normal FPL, I've got a traffic light team like yourself, full of players <laughs> who won't be playing, so aye, it looks like I'm on a free hit in that as well, and it's probably a good week with it, with a few teams having a blank game week. Yeah, people who aren't playing Chapman won't understand, but... Leeds and Millsborough are very good teams in Chapman and they are both blanking this week. So it's finding it's finding replacements for the Vadukas and the Hearts and the Boxitches, which means absolutely nothing to most people, but to us it does. And mm-hmm. it was a really good stream on Thursday night. I know you can't catch it, but and I know the man on podcast lads won't be listening, but it was a very good stream and well done to them. Better. Enjoying Fantasy Chapman, even though it's one game week in and I didn't do great this one, but there's plenty more to come. Yeah, and Fantasy Chapman always seems to get me at a time where I'm feeling a little bit despondent with the official game because Aye. then I start concentrating so much on Fantasy Chapman and then I forget about me official FPL. But obviously we've got a podcast this year which is sort of keeping us in touch with both of them. So not to worry. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. A little bit on Newcastle, mate. Any signings coming in? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, we're after one of the forwards from Reims for 30 million, but they're, tr- they're trying to hire in uh, extra clauses for... Um, like 20% off his next sale and stuff like that. So I think that's a stumbling block at the minute. But he looks decent, to be fair. He's got eight goals in 17 games in the league. Is that league on, is it? Aye, league on, yep. I'm going to ha- I'm gonna have to do a full Dennis Wise and watch a YouTube video on him. <laughs> Aye, he looks, a bit yeah. un- he looks a bit unpredictable, to be fair. If you're doing a Dennis Wise, we'll not end up signing him, so don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, though, he was looking at that, OK, this might be this young strike guy he's looking good in league on, though, but... I mean, it may just be me, but I'd rather just get Chris Wood in for a couple of seasons. Get both of them. 
we've got the resources oh, there, haven't we? Yeah, I suppose so. Get them, get them both in. But if, if Chris Wood's true, like I, I definitely think we should go for him. Not only will it better our team, but it's going to weaken Burnley's team. And well, that's it. I. He can bring Tarkovsky with him as well if he fancies. Why not? I, I think they didn't want. Why? I don't think they're going to sell him. To be honest, I think they're actually going to just let him run down his contract because if it means they stay up, then makes sense. More worth it for them, isn't it? I think it makes sense for them. The ten million they get from him in January is nothing if he manages to put on some defensive displays which keep them up. And then obviously everyone knows how lucrative the Premier League can be. Definitely. So we'll, we'll round that one off nicely then, Stephen. I we've kept the uh, thirty minutes again, making a regular yes. pattern of this now. Well, this is what we've been trying to do for many a month now, and now we're getting there. We're getting there. I enjoyed it. Um, cheers for listening, everyone. We'll be back yes. next week when. Hopefully, we'll have some better scores. Well, it'll probably be mid-game week next week, won't it, on the Tuesday? So, we'll, well, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We're, sometimes it's a bit annoying when a podcast comes in mid-game week, but uh, we'll work it out. Maybe we might do a late Wednesday so that we can um, round up all our scores, all but right. we'll see how it goes. Sounds good to me. Well, cheers. Cheers for listening. I'll catch you later. Yep. Thank you very much, lads. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.